Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, and of course, Phil and Bianca. Uh, Kent can't be here this week. He's actually out there peacefully protesting. Anyway, on the show, um, how are we all this evening? Well, thank you. I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Kicking on. Good, good. What's been happening? It's It's been a bit of a hectic week. Uh, hectic to say the very least. It's been a chaotic week. Um, might we mentioned just off the top of the, the show that we were meant to have a, a guest on this week. They're not feeling very well, but they will be here either next week or quite soon. That, that's, that's happening. We're making that happen. We're not lying to you. It's going to happen. Um, we promise. We promise. But anyway, yes, no, it's been a bit of a week. Uh, not so much for us personally so much, but just in the context of the world it's been a little bit chaotic um i think that we've really seen the shift focus away from covid19 and coronavirus and onto a little bit more pressing issues one that has been boiling in the background for many a year many a decade many a century and um i think really finally took its toll i think a lot of factors took its toll and we've now got a situation across the world where we're seeing a movement rise even higher than it ever did before and hopefully going to create some change. So, yes, it's been quite a week, Drew. Mm. Um, I think we should just kick right into it. I mean, um, to, to start us off, we, we are going to be talking about what's been going on in the world in the last week. I mean, it feels like it's been going on a bit longer, doesn't it? Feels like it's been yeah, going it, on, it, on for an age. Well, well, it, well, it's yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, it, it feels like it's been been going on, um, in terms of being headline news and being kind of people finally sick to death with what's going on. Feels like it's been going on for, yeah, uh, as long as I can remember. Really, suppression doesn't mm. last forever. That's one thing that we should know. No. But we do want to make it very clear just from the get-go that we are 100% behind both individually and as a team, we are behind the statement that Black Lives Matter and the work that is being done to support that all around the world right now. All of the protests, we are very much behind of all of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, we're going to talk a lot about it this week and about what's actually been happening and how that's played out, I guess, on both sides of the fence, really, we're going to examine it a little bit and then how that's relating back here in Australia as well, um, because it's, it's had some, um, it's had some impact locally and it's, uh, it's decidedly shone a light on things that have been happening here of a similar manner for quite some time that are becoming prevalent again uh, as a result of this. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go from there. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I don't know if, uh, if which one of us wants to kind of give us a timeline rundown of what I can, we've kind um, of seen. Hmm. I can kick off how this started, or do you want to start off with... All of it, I guess. Um, what I, th- I think what I would like to do in terms of relevance, I'd like to go back to, not back to the very start of the movement, which was, I think, way back in 2012, in terms of the Black Lives Matter 
um, hashtag and movement. I think that started way back in 2012 or so. But in terms of more, more recently, I think that we, in the last couple of years, saw Colin Ka um, Kaepernick, the NFL player, take a knee through the, uh, during the national anthem as a peaceful protest. Um, which, yeah. which I think, you know, it, it's unfortunate that something like this, there's not a result, you know, something doesn't, there is no, um, headway being made before it disappears out of the, the side of the media again. And I think that's the unfortunate thing. Um, and so this was kind of, it kind of disappeared into the, the background. I think mid 2016, I think it kind of faded back into the, the, the background. Um, Colin Kaepernick then took a knee during the national anthem. Wait, before you um, continue, I think we need to establish the fact that what we're talking about exactly is the fact that Black Lives Matter is obviously protesting across the globe at the moment and the fact that what yep. they are protesting is the amount of people of colour, mostly black mm -hmm. people, the majority of black people, mm -hmm. are being killed by the police. And it's not, it's not mm. justified killings. It's not, you know, someone drew a gun on them it's someone had a mm -hmm. mobile phone or a mm -hmm. kid you know looked at a cop the wrong way or in george floyd's case i i don't know what it even was i think that is has been lost amongst it but he had four cops fully grown men four fully grown men stand on the his back and mm -hmm. put a knee on his neck and killed him and on camera and and now and now I, I I I hear the argument that if you're resisting arrest, the police are allowed to use force. Absolutely, I don't disagree with that. That that the issue is when the force results in the death of a person. That is too much force, and also it needs to be reviewed and needs to be decided whether the force was necessary. It needs to be also to the decided of, if the arrest is necessary. Pr precisely, you know, you, you, the, the issue doesn't come, and and I, I get I get it when someone says no, if you're resisting arrest, you know, again I I get it, but let's not be stupid here. Someone was killed who did not deserve to be in police custody. Someone was killed because who he wasn't, wasn't resisting. Now, who wasn't he, exactly? He exactly. laid I get down it if someone's, on the ground and put his hands behind his back. And again, I get it. I get it. If someone says that they are resisting, no problem. George didn't resist and he was killed anyway, as if he was resisting arrest. And not just that, even if even if they were arrest, uh, resisting, you cannot kill someone because they're resisting something. If they pull a gun on you, okay, no problem. Maybe you're a police officer, you fire first. Okay, I get it. You know, it's 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 either kill or be killed. I get that situation. But in the, in every situation that we're referring to, or that has resulted in this cause, that hasn't been the case. It hasn't kill or be killed. It has someone in someone being detained has been killed like unlawfully and and completely wrongly and horrendously, like slaughtered essentially, like George. It was outrageous. Um, I think the thing that with George was that he had been found to either have a fraudulent it was either a fraudulent check for about twenty dollars or a $20 bill, which he didn't know was fraudulent. Something like that. Uh, they suspected that he that. had a fraudulent... That's the one. He had money on him that the they said that it was a fraudulent dollar bill or something. But again, um, like... I, but I remember specifically in, in where I live in Sydney, um, 
the issue was for a long time that, that all the local businesses were checking every $50 note that came into the store because or into mm. their stores because there were apparently fraudulent ones that were not detectable by the general public. So what if George didn't know that it was fraudulent, which he probably didn't? Like, come on, you're going to arrest him for that? How the, f- how the fuck the do you know that's a fraudulent The amount of people anyway? who have touched fraudulent money and don't know about it. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, 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 th- there's serious issues going on with that. Um, I also refer to a story which I linked on my own personal Facebook, which was of people that were in a store that had gone to purchase a television purchased the television, couldn't take it home because the car was too small, came back with a bigger car, and while there and loading the car into the TV, in, the, the TV into the car, um, a police officer saw them, assumed that they were stealing it. One of the store clerks then came out and said, oh, no, no, they, they bought and paid for it. Like, it's theirs. They're just loading into the car. Ignored, the cop then ignored the, the store worker, threw them and their elderly mother on the ground anyway, and assumed that they were resisting arrest and that they were stealing the television and called for backup, despite the fact that the person who worked at the store was right there and said they paid for it. They have a receipt. Um, yeah, so there's I situations did not like say that. This, but that is yep. terrifying. That's outrageous. And again, it, this is what Black Lives Matter is. It's police brutality against people that are absolutely not in the wrong or being targeted. You know, I've seen the statistics. Um, where despite the fact that maybe more white people are, you know, there's the argument that it's actually a bit biased to say that it's black people that are being arrested more than, than white people. No, it's percentage-wise. It's percentage of the population. Yes, white people are more likely to be arrested it's because there's so many more white people. However, the percentage of number of black people that are being res- arrested compared to the number of black people, it's much higher. The case in America, for example, of, you know, is it more likely that there'll be a white person armed than a black person? Yes. Both percentage of white people versus, well, you know, white people as a whole um, with a gun or without a gun, more likely to have a white person with a gun than a black person with a gun versus the total percentage of but, black people. Like, but it's, it's also... Wh- it's outrageous. What, hmm. what it's saying, that statistic, is, and I don't know the exact numbers, numbers of it, um, but mm-hmm. it's saying one in a hundred white people will be arrested, whereas 80 in a hundred black people will be arrested. And that's because mm. there are more white people. The reason why there are more white people who are getting arrested is because there are more white people for every exactly. three white exactly. per- people. Well, I think it's actually for every like five white people you have, you have one person of color. So statistically exactly. there's less black people, but statistically they're more likely to be arrested. Mm. And that's why the, the, the message of all lives matter is bullshit is totally bullshit because the statistics that you're quoting in order to have um you know an argument are totally out of context that it it, it negates the the argument you can't have an argument like that i remember seeing someone just the other day someone from arizona christian university university or something like that put on their facebook how disgusting it was that black people were getting this this way and everything like that and how offensive they were and how the fact that they're looting and it's disgraceful and blah 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 and all lives matter also trump 2020 or something like that it's like come on and then thankfully the university said well no they're not coming to our school ever again like they're not allowed here that's Um, good though good yeah but but you know it's it's just outrageous that people are forming these arguments based on no fact 
it's based on delusion. And and yes, you are quite right. All lives do matter, but not in this context and it's not what we're talking about. In fact, all lives all lives, but black lives in this case, have absolute superiority in terms of getting away with things. You know, it, it is all it is so hurtful that this is happening to certain people because purely because of the colour of their skin. How offensive and childish and caveman is that? So have you guys like mm. heard all the explain to your dumb idiot all lives matter friend what it means, Black Lives Matter? Have you heard all I think of I was, them? There's, I was, there's no, quite I a few really good ones. Mm. Um, my fav- The one I used, and I was quite proud of myself, was if you have five children in front of you and one of them gets uh, stung by a bee and has an allergic reaction, would you call an ambulance for all five of them? Or That's would you just one. call an that's ambulance fantastic. for just the one of them? I love that. But that's then fantastic. there's also a brilliant one that's been going around on TikTok that I love, which is um, it's a girl who's filming herself. Like it's one of those backwards and forward conversation. And it's someone standing outside of their house that's burning, being like, oh, my God, my house is burning. And someone standing mm. across the street going, oh, my God, your house is burning, you know, whatever. But they're standing mm. in front of their house, which is not on fire. And then the person who's standing in front of their house who's burning is like, okay, I got to call a fire. Like I got to call the, you know, mm. firefighters. And the one that's standing out in front of her house with no burning, no fire, no nothing. Her house is perfectly fine. Is like, well, why don't you call the firefighters for my house? Mm. Mm. And the girl's like, the other yeah. woman's like, well, because my house is on fire, your house is fine. And she's like, yes, but my house is just as important as your house. Why wouldn't you call the yeah. firefighters for my house? So like, because my house is on fire. Yeah, my house has the issue. Yeah. And I yeah, there's a quite a few really good ones that are going around, but yeah, I just think it's very important that every time someone says all lives matter, you just turn around and be like, no. Mm. That's not what mm. it means. <laughs> No, absolutely. Also, it also shouldn't have to be stated that all lives matter. No, like, exactly. We, all, we, all, we already know this. That's not the point of this. The point right now is that we are trying to bring attention to what is actually happening. Exactly. And all lives can't matter. Like, we can't live saying all lives matter until everyone's life actually matters. And currently exactly. it doesn't. No, exactly right. Yeah. So we are trying to make that possible by let's bring black lives to matter too, so that we can have all lives matter. But that's, we're not there yet, so we can't champion that idea. I mean, I refer to this, for example, to show why black lives do matter and how they clearly are not getting the same treatment at the moment. Um, I've got a screenshot of two different um, uh, charges happening in, in court. Uh, the first one with the headline... 12-year-old boy appears in court on felony felony charge for selling CDs at a mall. And then I have this other one. So that's a, a 12-year-old boy selling CDs at a mall with a felony charge. Then we have daycare provider who hanged toddler in her basement, sentenced to probation. And it's a white woman. So black child, the, 12 the years CD old. is the 12-year-old black child, yeah? Yep, 12-year-old black child selling CDs oh. at the mall has a felony charge against him. 
and this probably mid to late 30-year-old um, white daycare working woman... Who hung a was, toddler. Uh, who hung a toddler in her basement, was sentenced to probation. So you can tell me how that's fair. I that's mean, no doubt there is horrifying. more context to it. There's no doubt more context in some ways to that, and perhaps the headlines are misleading, but you get the idea. I don't know more of the stories. I'm just making assumptions that no doubt they're probably clickbait headlines. But you get the idea. That's the point. It's one person gets one treatment and someone else gets a completely different one and gets looked um, kindly upon by the court and the policing system. That's the issue. That's the issue that's going on at the moment. Um, I think in many ways why this is starting to flare up at this time um, in some ways is to do with the president of the United States at the moment. And I think that it would be completely misguided to disagree with that. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying that it's more than likely the case. We do have quite a, we have a president at the moment in the US that take, for example, He's a dick. called, He's well, a look, dick. look, look, look I, at this, for example, he called neo-Nazis and white supremacists good people when they were protesting. Um, and then we have black people protesting and he chooses to call the National Guard in. Yes, I know it's because it's turned to rioting, but that's not the point. The point is that he allowed it to get to that stage by denouncing what they're doing and insulting them for having some form of protest which began as peaceful protesting, <coughs> excuse me, um, versus when neo-Nazis and white supremacists, part of the problem here, called them very good people. Again, as I was talking about in terms of timeline, I go back to when Colin Kaepernick, <coughs> excuse me, um, took a knee during the national anthem uh, before an NFL mm. game. And um, that was a very peaceful form of protest. I know that it offended people in the sense that um, he was kneeling during a song which meant a lot to patriots and um, veterans, etc. But the whole point was the song is about freedom and spruiking freedom for all Americans. Yet black people do not have that freedom. In fact, they have never had that freedom, the same uh, freedom and privilege as white people. Hence the term white privilege, for example. Um, so he was protesting against that because he doesn't have the freedom. Yet Trump came out when he could have been like, you know what? Good on you for taking a stand and I'm sorry that you feel that way. Let's work on something. Obviously because it's not Trump style because he's a fat-headed piece of shit arsehole who has absolutely no um, qualifications to be president whatsoever and in fact has never had a proper formal education because of the fact that his father paid his way into all these rich colleges. Um, and he was the worst student of all time apparently according to some professors. Um, Trump instead on Twitter, there you go, Bianca, just thought I'd say that really quickly for you. Um, uh, Thank you. Trump came out instead and called Kaepernick a son of a bitch for protesting it, which of course, he said that at one of his rallies, of course, so basically a white supremacist Ku Klux Klan um, gathering, uh, basically meant that all the people there... Hoods. No, exactly. They'd rather show their face to show that they're in support of a stupider person than themselves in, in Trump. Um... But they, he, he basically said that they're in order to garner support um, for his message. Now, I don't necessarily believe that he entirely believes in that message or, or for being against what Colin Kaepernick did. I think it's more to do with the fact that if Trump has a crowd on his side, he'll say whatever he has to do to keep them on side and make them, you know, cheer louder and be more in support. So he used something like this, um, which had a very strong message behind it, against the message, and it's caused more tension and more hatred and more suppression, um, and it, it 
it, you know, has slowly continued to simmer and simmer and simmer. And finally, George Floyd, as we all saw on camera, and that was the final straw that, 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 you know, blew the lid off it. And, and it's awful that it got to that situation, but it has, and I think it needed to get to that situation or this situation, because again, I, you know, I've, I've commented in different conversations on Facebook and in different conversations in person and, you know, what have you, and that, that, if peacefully protesting, you know, people come out and say, why didn't they just continue to peacefully protest? It's not they working. Couldn't. It didn't, it, not only did it not work, but it worked against them. It made them look weaker and well, stupider because the president called someone that did it a son of a bitch for doing it. So you can't have that. You can't have someone insult one way of protesting only to then be furious when they go and do another form of protesting. No, 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 no. You want to shut down one way, they'll do the other way. You have to deal with one of them. You can't have none, especially well, when it's NFL, against something that you don't believe in. The NFL did come out this week and mm -hmm. I have, I don't think anyone has any forgiveness for them or any sympathy or anything nope. to give them. And if uh, I can fuck off. Because they did come out and make a statement that, you know, they realize that they have this platform and blah, 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 mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. I, I don't have their official statement on me, but I, have, I know I that it was a piece quote, of Bianca. bullshit. I yeah, go ahead. The, 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 so there's the whole statement. I'm going to read the whole statement. I'm going to read the, the statement that absolutely is hypocrisy to the T. We recognize the power of our platform in communities and as part of the fabric of American society. That is the quote that I think from the NFL is proves that the NFL can go fuck itself and if that can go fuck itself with Trump or have Trump fuck it. Which one of you were telling me that a lot of the NFL teams back... That was true. Yeah, yeah. So I um, I got to dig it up again, but I came across a list of all the different um, financial institutions by way of businesses, banks, um, fast food outlets, uh, corporations that all put money toward Trump, and there was a significantly high number of NFL teams that were in that list, which kind of threw me for about three seconds, and then I went, oh, of course it is. That makes complete sense. Because, a bunch of pasty well, old white men that are good friends with another pasty old white man that happens to have hair that looks like and shaved an orangutan and glued it on. But also clang. remember, he, he, is, he has worked his magic toward the NFL from day one because the NFL is primarily watched by the people that voted for him fat and stinky white americans that are all drunk and too stupid and probably fuck their sisters that kind of american we'll go with that and i'll go with that it was i i took a look it, there were a lot of teams popping up and i was mm. like okay th this is quite a list and then um there, there were some very interesting uh businesses that popped up in there do you know marvel actually came up on the list mm -hmm. Jesus. not not the portion of marvel that necessarily handles the films that we're watching but the portion of marvel that still operates the comic books which is run by ike perlmutter who to my understanding has been quite an outspoken trump supporter from day one hmm Um, sorry, we just had a technical so, difficulty on my end, yeah. but... Uh, what else was on there? Taco <laughs> Bell was on there. Taco Bell, indeed. What were you so saying? So, Taco Bianca? Bell 
And Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. I accidentally activated the camera and then was just freaking out like I don't know how to turn it off. Um, you could have just messaged it, typed that that was happening. Instead, you started mouthing it. I can't... I don't know what the hell you're mouthing at me. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue. There's always a technical difficulty for me every week. I apologize. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say Taco Bell and McDonald's both back him at one stage. Um, yep. Yeah, which yep. makes McDonald's. sense because McDonald's is all that he eats. This is it's a true correct. story. Um, he gets McDonald's well, for majority of his meals because he yep. doesn't and think that they're going to poison it. Um, I, I brought up a list. It's not quite the same list, but it's close, and it sort of it it names the businesses, but also pinpoints who in the businesses have donated. So one of the founders of PayPal has been uh, quite a big contributor in donations um is epstein I, I on think there the same i didn't see epstein on the first list well was... well look let's let's um, but just quickly but yeah, epstein I, epstein wouldn't yeah. be on it in that that regard it'd be more that trump has either paid epstein instead for the purchase of i don't know a sure. minor something like that well well, if I if I run through this list, yeah, like I'll I'll just pick out a couple of a couple of key names here, um, AT and T, straight up, mm-hmm. uh, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, uh, BP, Estee Lauder, uh, Estee Lauder Entertainment. Uh, yeah, Ron Lauder donated one hundred thousand dollars to the Trump Victory Committee. Oh, I have to get rid of all my face creams. Uh, yeah, uh, Marvel Entertainment Chair Isaac Perlmutter donated $360,600 to the Trump Victory Committee. Um, NASCAR is on here. Yeah, New Balance, the, the, Shell Oil. The France company, uh, the France company behind of NASCAR. All the Trump organizations are on the list. They... Yep, Taco Bell, McDonald's. I don't quite understand. Oh, UFC. Here we go. <laughs> why you would look at that orange cheeto and think and i'm gonna throw money at that wwe as well um i i totally get it just because trump is is for big business in the sense that he doesn't give a shit about anyone but big ceos basically so that that's that's exactly where it comes in no um but also i mean again we refer to the nfl uh, you know that the, the nfl is total cesspool of stupidity um and so absolutely they but would the be a part of the problem and then turn be hypocritical about the nfl backing him is there are so many black players it's like well, well again, there are disproportionate like there there are football has more white players than basketball um and a lot more white players than uh, players of color than hockey. Um, I I follow hockey because I like hockey. Mm. Um, I don't follow the NFL, and my cousins follow basketball. So at our like family gatherings, we talk about hockey and basketball a lot, but no mm. one really talks about the NFL. But out of all of them, the NFL probably this is the has least impressive. Yeah, it probably has the most equal amount comparatively of black to white players. Yeah, but but Bianca saying saying that that NFL has more um, white players, you know, compared to the NBA is a bit like saying 
the grayscale has more white in it than, you know, normal color, R RGB color spectrum. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's true. But my, my point is, like, it is supposed, like, NFL is more diverse is what I'm trying to get at. That's the words I was looking for. NFL mm. is more diverse than other American sports. So you would but it's think still that run they by would have white people. Yeah. It it just it's disgusts me in a lot of ways. I just can't. You you look at say take for example, look at look at something like um, Premier League, for example. It has owners from all over the world, Arab uh, countries, Asian countries, um, and then it also has owners from the UK still and across Europe. Um, but then you have the NFL. It's all pasty white men that own it from the US. All pasty white US people, mostly from southern states, I think, in fact, um, own clubs in, in the NFL. Middle America. And Middle America all own clubs from the NFL. Um, and, and you know, you look at it like that and you go, well, of course they're going to be in favor of Trump and good friends with Trump. Um, and again, I, I refer to something that John Oliver said. I'm a huge fan of John Oliver and Last Week Tonight. And he was talking about in context of coronavirus and how coronavirus is affecting things like college football leagues and, and, and stuff like that, you know, that sort of grassroots level of, um, of playing or of games where, where players don't earn money because they're at college. Um, but the higher-ups do, the coaches do, the, you know, the, 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 the universities do, the colleges do. Um, mm. And a coach from one of the clubs uh, or one of the colleges came out and said, we need to get this thing, this show back on the road. Obviously, all games were cancelled due to coronavirus, but we need to get the show back on the road because we need to start making money again. Again, there's no care for the player, and it's like the NFL. There's no care for the player. It's all about the club no. making money, and that's that's absolutely the case. So I don't think it matters about diversity or anything like that in the NFL. It's all about money for the big, I think... gross, stinky, slimy, greasy bigwigs. But it falls that way for a number of sports in America. It's always been about the money. I mean, it's the same for most leagues. It's just that there happens to be a little bit higher yeah. level of racism in, in the US leagues and throughout the US, I think. I mean, I'm not, I think that there is racism all throughout the world, but I think it is, there's definitely a, a higher number of, or there's a more proud feeling towards racism in the US. Yes. Coming, yeah, it is definitely mm. heightened. Um, I was going to say, coming back to the protests, because the NFL is just fucked. Um, mm -hmm. Coming back to the protests. Uh, what do you guys think of the amount of video footage there is of white people using this as a means to loot? And well, I know exactly like where you're going with this, Bianca. Jake Paul. Oh, well, I was going to go to Jake Paul and YouTubers and influencers it. who are abusing this situation to make a dollar. Get back to money. Well, well I, th I think what's quite interesting here is that we're... Um, in some ways, we're seeing nothing new from the, the Paul brothers because both of them are probably some of the biggest piles of shit on the planet alongside Trump. Um, I'll go with they that. They are outrageous did, did you see, though, that beings. Logan Paul came out with a Black Lives Matter statement? Like, a full, like, it was actually quite a powerful speech and it would have been more interesting if he'd actually written it, but I don't think he has. I, I will um, say that his words, like, if you... I don't want to endorse them because I hate them. But if you watch what he says and listen to what he says, I think it is actually very important what he says. 
Which one's the one that walked through the Japanese suicide? That would be forest? him. That would be Logan. Yeah, so I don't care what he says or what he's in favor of. I don't have anything, any any time for anything he has to say. Um, <laughs> sorry to dismiss that, Bianca, but uh, look, I think dick, that the, both of them. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think that it is important to note that um, there are many people that will not go along with this idea, and that's why white or all lives matter exists. That idea or that that kind of movement, um, it only exists because people don't get it or don't care. And so if they can use this opportunity where they're like, I don't give a shit about this, and they can use it to loot and rob and get what they want, well, they're going to do it. It makes complete sense. They are the pieces of shit that don't believe in what's going on. They're awesome. Mm. Um, I did. I, I actually saw... Um, uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment, but I actually saw something quite interesting <laughs> on Facebook. Um, yeah. Which essentially was, I think, quite poignant. Well, while you're finding it, I will quickly I plug. There are a yep. lot of petitions out there that you can sign to help support Black Lives Matter. Mm. Um, the Black Lives Matter Twitter page and the Black Lives Matter website, which is, I think, pretty much blacklivesmatter.org. Um, they have a lot of ways that you can help out and do things, even if you can't afford it, because I know COVID has probably strapped a lot of people for cash. There's things that you can do mm -hmm. for free, and if you can't go out side because again covid and no one's forcing anyone to join any of the protests that are happening globally in all mm. a lot of countries france i mean france doesn't need any excuse to riot but they're rioting no they just they do it anyway <laughs> that's a sunday for them um they <laughs> it's in their blood yeah well it's either but... rioting or, or um going on strike something like that but anyway one of the two but, like, there are ways that um, you can reach out and do Here stuff and help out. Um, point I was going to make was that um, no one said all lives matter before they heard black lives matter. No one championed straight pride until there was gay pride. No one cared about white history month until we had black history month or before we had black history month. Um, no one mentions men's rights or egalitarian egalitarian until there's talk about feminism let's face it you never cared about these things before and the only reason you're, you're you bring them up now is because you, your cozy bubble is about to burst and the thought of marginalized people having the same rights that you've always been able to take for granted scares the shit out of you well sorry the good old days when, when women and black people knew their places and queer was just the dirty family secret no one ever talked about are over Mm. Welcome to the 21st century. I thought yeah. that that was fantastically said. Um, you know, um, all of those. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those laugh tracks and applause tracks that we found last week. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think we should play it at the end of that. Just go the power nuts. of that. That was um, that is a good statement. And also, one thing that I've been seeing a lot of, and it's driving me totally insane. A couple of things are driving me totally insane. Um. The fact that everyone's going, oh, isn't it convenient that now that there's these the the protests and everything that's happening, no one's talking about coronavirus? Hmm? Where are all these new coronavirus cases? I can tell you that there were at least 20,000 new cases of it as a result of all these protests. So don't tell me for a second that all this hasn't resulted in any new cases. Not only that, though, I saw a fantastic tweet. Um, I think I got it somewhere from Reddit. Um, where basically someone said, uh, it was a screenshot of a tweet where it said, 
Um, yeah, 20,000 new cases have been found or something like that, or where are all the new coronavirus cases, something like that. And the person just responded, we're rioting. There's no one, no one's had time to go and get tested. It's true. Like the reason why we probably don't know the number on it is because there are so many people out there protesting or rioting that haven't gone to get tested. They'd rather do it even when feeling unwell. They're out there doing this because they feel more strongly about this movement than their own health and safety. Um, and yeah, there, there is a spike in these. So I hate when I'm seeing people sharing on Facebook the question why there aren't new cases and isn't it convenient as if the coronavirus was just some conspiracy theory, which it is not, um, that uh, there are no new cases now. Coincidentally, I will tell you there is actually a thousand new cases just today in America. And when I say mm-hmm. today, I mean today measuring yep. in their time, which I think, what time is it? Probably be about morning sometime in the States right it now. It is just on 8 41 i believe okay so which part of, which part of the states though the u.s no, uh, new york i'm saying new york in so in new york okay, so, so london oh, sorry not london um los angeles it's 5 41 a.m mm-hmm. there you go so and new york 8 41 mm-hmm. in iowa there's 273 new cases in north carolina there's 54 new cases there's a lot in puerto rico Jeez. which is also a part of america there's 485 new cases there's a total and, and so, of a thousand new cases in the states as of this morning. They haven't updated it for the full day yet. And, and what's interesting, Bianca, is yeah. that just because this thing isn't headline news at the moment, because let's be honest, there is rioting in the streets and protesting everywhere. There is a global movement at the moment. Maybe that is slightly more important than the same story we've been hearing about for the last four months or so. I also but think... it doesn't mean coronavirus isn't important. It's just that this is happening right this second. It's breaking news as we speak. It's happening. So they're reporting on that. So if you turn around and say, well, there's no new case for that. Oh, I wonder how it just disappeared so fast. It didn't. It hasn't People are just not it doing it. They're it's not, been put not to one doing side. That. Exactly. They're, but... Like, again, people are out of their houses and rioting at the moment. You think that they're going to go, oh, we can't write because we can't write at the moment because we're meant to be uh, on lockdown. They're rioting. Sure we riot six feet apart. Exactly. It's and like everyone they're... has been wearing masks in any of the protesting video you've seen. You always see people wearing masks and wearing like their basic PPE, which, mm. you know, it, it gives them some sort of it, it's still on in the back of people's minds that this mm. is we are still, you know, sick. Now, and and just before we move this back to kind of bring it back to Australia and how it relates to us being from Australia, um, one last thing, I found it quite interesting that I think we've seen a new form of devil walk among us, and that is in the form of Donald Trump. Now, I know know that Donald Trump probably is the most obvious candidate to be the devil among us, but, but, look at this. He's got a whole bunch of very religious people to follow him, walk in his shoes and follow his path as he claims to be a very Christian man. But he's um, taking so them off the him. path. They all believe him and follow him and, you know, think that he is absolutely sent from God. Um, he is claiming to be, as I said, very religious. However, he has, one, cheated on his wives in the past. Two, had children, well, had sex outside a wedlock. Three, he has more than likely, and I say allegedly, um, raped a thirteen-year-old. 
raped a 13 year old um that Highly protest likely. did happen i say that that um uh <laughs> that uh what's the word i'm looking for that thing Allegedly. where they said it in court no they said it in court they um what do you when you say something you, that that when you do something in court you, you say something in court on the record no, not just on the record. What's the word I'm looking for? They testified. Testified. Conviction. Testified. Tes- oh. they, this this girl testified in court. So on the record, and um, you know, under oath, she said this. So therefore, it is truth. But anyway, allegedly, Trump raped a 13 year old. Um, he also has been the result of deaths of hundreds of thousands, as in coronavirus, by doing a terrible job as president. Um, and completely not disregarding down the doctors, country. not shutting down the country, suggesting drugs which have proven to be completely not helpful to that at all. In fact, increased rate of death, um, and also completely go against the word of all medical experts to make yourself look better. Um, Donald Trump has also um, spent poor people's money, as in gone golfing as president, rather than allowing that taxpayer payer money to go to better things. So there you go. That's what I refer to as that. Um, he, anyway, tear gassed a whole bunch of um, members of society in Washington, D.C. to go march. Peaceful protesters to go and march to a church, to stand on the, the steps of a church or a cathedral or whatever it, it was, and hold a Bible oh. upside down, which is incredibly offensive thing to do. And, and, and back to front. And back to front. But he did it for a photo op, all to keep people on side without believing a single word of what he was talking about or the fact that he was at the church or the significance of the church or anything like that. He did it all to get people on side, as in Christian people on side. If that's not the human form of devil, I don't know what is. And I, well, the upside-down yeah. Bible, I'm pretty sure Bibles usually have pictures of crosses in them, and that is the sign of the devil, the upside-down yeah, cross. Yeah, upside-down cross. Sign of the devil, and Trump did it. So in all his stupidity, well, there you go. In regard to his visit to to the church, um, Marianne Bud or Bud, Bishop of the Episcopal Diocese of Washington, which includes St. John's, mm-hmm. the church he visited, has come out and said she was outraged by the use of force to get people out of the way for a photo op that was not even... like They were not given any notice that he was going there to do that. Mm-hmm. He just went and did it. No notice. He left the bunker. And, yeah, and used force to do it. Can we momentarily... Again, we got, we're going to get distracted, but can we momentarily discuss... This has come. I, 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 I'm slightly upset that we've gone a lot from this should have been Black Lives Matter to Trump is a dick. But Trump is a dick mm-hmm. has incited this so much, and this this has come yeah. up from a lot yeah. of stuff. But the reason why well, it's come up is because one, we were all locked inside for so long, which no one's fault, coronavirus. Two, they did peacefully protest in Minneapolis at first. The first protest in Minneapolis was peaceful, but then the police started getting violent in response to peaceful protests. Then Mm -hmm. some people started being dicks and it was all white people. There's all video of it being Mm -hmm. white people looting. 
they started protesting. Yep. The, the police started using tear gas and violent means to stop peaceful protesters, which then prompted Trump to say some terrible things about the protesters. Just, you know, that they would... You know, I can't remember the exact tweet because he tweets so much bullshit. Mm. But he tweeted out about the protesters, about how the looter- looting... It was something about looters. Once the looters come out, we'll start shooting or something. Oh, once the looting starts, shooting starts. Yeah, that, and yeah. that was in reference, which he claims he didn't know the, the historical significance of that, but that was from a very racist police chief commissioner or something like that from Miami back in the, I don't know, 80s or something like that. So he used a very, very um, offensive quote there, and he then claimed, oh, I had no idea about its significant... I used it purely about the, the literal definition of it. It's like, no, no, no. You knew exactly what no. you're doing. And also, again, I refer to the fact that he called neo-Nazis and white supremacists very good people when they were protesting, and he had to had the complete opposite. Another significant thing, and I totally agree with you, Bianca, this thing shouldn't be about how Trump is a piece of shit, but a lot of it has spurred from Trump being a piece of shit, is that we look at things, um, and, and whenever Trump has referred to um, countries or communities where there is a majority mm. of people of color trump has referred to the, the, the community as infected or infested infested with people with with you know again if we look at when he said the horrible hateful things about baltimore um a cnn reporter then or, or um anchor was trying to defend his city of baltimore and broke down on air talking about it about how offensive it was that trump said what he said Again, he used the words infested or infected whenever talking about somewhere of color. Again, he's called countries, um, third world countries, shithole countries. Trump has called... He called Puerto um, Rico, which is technically an American... It is It is America. Puerto Rico, yeah. despite the fact yeah. that we, you know, say Puerto Ricans and all that, they are mm. Americans. And he's called yeah. them, like... Third, he said something about, about them being a third world country once or something similar to the effect. Again, called them no, shit old country. No, you dickhead. They're Americans. They're mm. a part of your country. Well, America is a shit old country and it's a third world country, let's be honest. Well, that's um, true. America technically, um, in some places, can be classified as a third world country. I've read this Well, for the majority before. of it, I've driven across it. I can tell you that the majority of it is. We see parts like New York and certain parts of LA which are not third world. The majority of LA and the rest of the country very much is, I can tell you. But anyway, getting back to the whole thing of and the whole the whole thing of it, Trump has very much caused a lot of this. And whether you're a fan of his or not, whatever reasons you have, defend those reasons. Even if you, again, if you do like him, defend those reasons. Don't walk away from the argument because honestly, he is a piece of shit. And if you can defend that. You can fuck off, but at least I'd like to hear your defense for it rather than nothing at all. Because what he's doing de- deserves, you know, um, to be scolded and um, and shot down, not and uh, figuratively, not, the not fact literally. That, Let's not be America here. The fact that I, I, I'm not American, obviously, I'm not, we're not American, but like we don't, we don't have the same patriotic belief in our country as America does. That's just the way that we were brought up. Australia doesn't have that. We're not, you know, we live and die by the flag. We probably say fuck off to more Australians and more Australianisms than ever. 
but we are pretty Australian and have a lot of Australianisms, if that makes sense. We just, we are yeah, not patriotic true. like that. It's not in our nature. It's not in our blood. But Americans are, and you have to understand that the White House is like, to them, the symbol of freedom. They have mm-hmm. this big White House mm. that their president lives in and he runs the country from there and there's the Oval Office. And for the first time since, like, I think it was 1829, the lights turned out in this house. This house yeah. that's supposed to represent all the good things in America. Freedom the lights was went cancelled. Yeah. And that's never happened before. In Trump's tenure or whatever of president he's been impeached there has been over a hundred and something it's it's almost 110,000 deaths for an illness which and i'm not saying coronavirus was his fault but the response was the response was australia hasn't had that many deaths we probably had just as many tourists coming in but we did not have that many deaths no. And even, and I'm not even talking, we do have a smaller population. Statistically, of how many, Percentage like, wise. per hundred people, we did not mm. have that many deaths. No country did. Like, I think only a few countries have that many deaths per people. Anyway, continuing. He has screwed up so, so much. And he just doesn't admit it. His tenure, if you look at it, will be one of the most fascinating things to study because it's just what the fuck after what the fuck after what the fuck after what the fuck. Mexico still hasn't paid for the wall. Like, uh. The way I look at it is, Bianca, (laughs) the way I look at it, Bianca, is um, Donald Trump is a model representative of how to get away with doing nothing and when shit hits the fan, blame it on someone else. What's that? What's that book? How to succeed in business without really trying? There you go. How to that's, how that's to it. destroy that's a it. country without trying? Because that's what he's done. He just sits there and he tweets inane things. But no, mm-hmm. I was going to ask, and that no, I got distracted again because he's just such a dick and he makes me so mad. But do you guys <laughs> think that he actually went to the bunker? <laughs> yes, I, I think. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be a bit different. Well, I, well, I think that yeah. he was, I, I believe the article I read that, um, about this, I, I actually think he went to the bunker because they, they, I think they honest to God told him, you need to go check it out because you may fucking need it. <laughs> so I think he just went, oh, well now's a good time. Let's, let's go check now- it out. Now, the way- and then realized, oh, maybe this isn't a good time. I think he went down there, realized that he couldn't get Maccas delivered, and was like, "This is not good enough." Well, it's interesting yeah, Uber that Eats he won't, it's won't in- bring it in. It's interesting that he tweeted about the fact that Obama left it with no food, you know, and it was just a mess and everything. Does like that. he not realize Donald- that it's his job to stock the bunker? Not just that, <laughs> Donald. You've been in that house where the bunker is for three and a half years. And you're telling oh my me, God, it's, has it been that long already? Yeah, and yeah. you're telling me it's still Obama's fault. <sighs> November Three and a half elections. years, mate. Yeah, do we have any word on what's going on? Are they pushing ahead and doing the election? As far as we regardless? know, yes, but Donald Trump is doing everything he can to not, because um, he knows he'll lose. Because 
Biden, who I don't give a shit about either, is very much looking like he will be president. We'll see, though. Wait and see. And that's a um, big thing for you to say because we, we've had this discussion before. Can, yeah. We actually all thought Trump also... was going to get reelected, but then all of this happened, and I'm like, actually, no, I actually think Biden's got a chance now. I'm still going to go and put money on Trump getting his second term because we all thought it was looking like Hillary was going to get it. Uh, yes. And everyone yes. was going, oh, there's no chance Trump's going to do this. No, 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 no. Hillary, Hillary, she's she's going to be the first female president. It's it's all going to happen. And then, bam, but <laughs> on, th- on the day, but nothing I think, went that way. But I think, Drew, what makes this situation different is that as opposed to coming off a relatively neutral president in Obama, we're coming off of an incredibly extremist Volatile, president. divisive. Volatile, decisive. extremist president. Not just that, though. Not just that, though. We've also had these enormous world events and very racism-caused events and racism-driven mm. events. Um, not just that, though. But if you look at with Hillary, everyone expected it to be um, Sanders. It's kind of like you go from a neutral sort of president um, of the Democratic side in Obama... Well, now let's take it up a notch and go to the next level, which is a more progressive president in the form of Sanders on that side. Instead, it was Hillary, who, just because she was a woman, still represented probably a step backwards from Obama. And not just that, but um, was too risky in terms of what she brought along. Baggage, I say. Um, Which that meant that a lot of Democrats felt ostracized and were like, well, fuck it then. If you're not going to do the right thing by the country, well, then we don't give a shit. We won't vote at all. Um, And a lot of blacks didn't vote as well. Black people did not vote in the last election. Um, So I think if you look at this one, I think that they're finally like, fuck Trump. And they're so driven as a community against Trump. I think Trump's done a fantastic job at bringing the community... The community... Uniting together. (laughs) Exactly. Against him and basically any form of governance or leadership or um policing he's, so he's done a great job he's at, almost, at, at done he's doing what that. they call he's what they call necessary evil <laughs> i think what he's done is he's brought the country back into frontier <laughs> times so i don't I, yeah but anyway there's it's a great done that, thing, so i think he will lose on that there's a great uh quote it's not, well, not a quote but a great thing that i learned back when i used to study ancient history and i loved it because it was brilliant and i'd read all about it um when you know, you know um, the Persians, how they, like, stormed through everywhere and just basically took over all of the Middle East? Mm-hmm. The reason why that they couldn't take Europe was because they went to go defeat Greece first. And they originally started going after Greek countries be- um, because Greece, all the states, were technically their own country. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, were winning until all of Greece united against them. And the reason why historians all put it down to, because like technically Greece should have lost to the Persians because the Persians had the better army, the better forces, the better everything, but the Greeks won. And it was because the Persian army was mostly of slaves and people who didn't give a shit about Persia. Whereas the Greek army was fighting for Greece as Greece and all together, like they were fighting for a mm. single cause. And before Trump, the states were all not fighting for the same thing. They would all have this divisive nature. Everyone had their own deal. And I think the, mm. what has changed my opinion on their 
presidential campaign is that now that they have an army that are fighting for one thing and that's just to get mm. Trump out of office. Mm. That like having yeah, having is, a single cause is such a motivating which there is. Yeah, which is a part of the Black Lives Matter movement to bring it back and I yep. if that gets that fuckwit out of office and I've never sworn this much on this show but I just hate him so much. Well, he's a divisive <laughs> piece of shit. Let's bring it back to Australia now. It's going to be a long episode. I'm aware of that. But um, let's bring it back to Australia. Okay. Um, we've now had, in the last couple of weeks, some very offensive things happen in Australia as well. Um, Rio Tinto, when doing some mining and excavating, damaged in some... Yeah, WA destroyed some very important, very old... Um, uh, a, a very old site and significant site for Aboriginals. Uh, look, regardless yeah. of the significance, it wasn't theirs to destroy, and it was destroyed by Rio Tinto. It's not just um, significant to like I, it is significant to Aboriginals, but it is also significant to the human race it's because a it is site. not. It was one of the oldest sites in the world. It was older than a lot of civilizations that we know because uh, the aboriginals are like the oldest civilization on the yep. face of the earth and it had like it had cave paintings in there that were older than any modern civilization that we know of today yep and it's gone uh no one will ever study that again no one will ever look in there again no one will ever be able to reach that you know, research in there that could have told us all about our ancestors and figured out where the hell we came from and how we got here. Um, because Rio Tinto needed the oil because Rio Tinto were great. Yep. Oil or coal, whatever it was. Coal, whatever. Fuck um, them. Yeah, look, yeah, that, that happened and very little came of that. I think there was basically an apology um, in place and that was it. The unfortunate thing they was They said that they stood with the Aboriginal people and um, ha always have and always will. Yeah, despite the fact that you did that. Basically, you took a shit on their feet and went, we stand with you. Like, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine someone dropping their pants, squatting down, <laughs> shitting on your shoes, and then standing up, pulling their pants up, turning around and looking you in the eye, putting the hand on your shoulder and saying... I stand with you. And then just walking off back into their Mercedes Benz and driving off to their high rise apartment while you go into your shack, and, basically. And as they leave, they just run over your like entire cultural heritage. Just basically. <laughs> um, so, so there's that, which also happened to coincide with the fact that it was during um, the week that uh, Kevin Rudd said sorry. It was, it was the sorry week, or sorry day, I think it was, and he they did that during then, which is terrific. Like, good timing, dickheads. Of all the times you could have done that, you shit on them during a, a significant day for them as well. Um, so there was that. Then, as a result of kind of the Black Lives movement, we then had come out a one which I'm not entirely... I, I've only really followed it or, or seen it happen through things like pedestrian and sources like that, but I don't know what the actual stories but a police officer from surrey hills in sydney assaulted a detained aboriginal minor i believe no 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 phil no that's not what happened okay. a police officer had a bad day sorry sorry <laughs> sorry my mistake yep sorry. philip 
A police, How could you? A police uh, officer. A poor officer. Yeah, a poor officer in in Surrey Hills in Sydney. A very poor <coughs> officer a had life. a um a very bad day, um, and this poor uh, no sorry, this outrageous Aboriginal miner chose to happen to be near him, and um, you know what? Thrust himself upon the floor <coughs> as this. Poor police officer. No, thrust himself day. into the path of the police officer's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that again, look, we talk about Australia as a very patriotic country. It's not. It there are patriots. There's no doubt about that. That that does exist just on a much smaller level in Australia. Um, but there's also this kind of cultural, casual racism that happens. Um, there's also this. Um, this nonchalantness towards things which really should be an issue that turn out to not be taken seriously. Um, like, for example, this. As opposed to that police officer being sacked or um, penalised in some way um, or detained brutally, himself. The video is really terrible. Like, absolutely you can hear him fall. You can hear that clunk of the fall. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it it's it. There's that that um, distinct sound of someone a body hitting slam. bricks, basically. Yeah, um, but there's this 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 very casual kind of response to things like this, and this happened. And then, as opposed to again us learning of some serious punishments and them saying, you know, the the some sort of inqu- in, in, um, inquiry to or investigation to this, finding that oh my god, we didn't know this happened. What the fuck? We are so sorry this happened. Let's work on making sure this never happens again. Instead, all we got was he had a bad day. Like, how is that the right response to what happened? Oh my god! Like that's outrageous. But it, but he had a bad day. Yeah, true. That's right. I keep forgetting that, that part. I wasn't gonna say this because I actually never say this. But you said something that struck me, which was about our casualness to racism and how we sort of just shrug it off and. Mm. You know, it's just another thing. I'm not. I would. I will never experience an tenth of the racism that anyone in the indigenous community has experienced. Mm. I'm not saying that, but I have experienced racism in my life. Um, I'm ethnic. I'm also grew up in an area that, when I was a kid, wasn't very ethnic. Mm. Um, I grew up in. I grew up in the inner west, but I grew up in a part of the inner west that uh, doesn't have... A lot of Australian families were at my school. I think there was about Mm -hmm. 10 or 12, like, ethnic kids and everyone else was Australian. And I came from a very ethnic family. Like, I used to get the whole kufte for lunch and what have you and was just often singled out for being a wog. And the first time I ever got called a wog, a dirty wog, actually, I was five years old. And that was shit. I didn't know what it was. I knew I was a wog because, you know, people talked about it, but I didn't know I could be a dirty wog. And it was, there were other things that happened to me. I got called very nice for a wog girl when I was like 19 or 20. I've been called some terrible names and it's not even 
I've just been called names. Like it hasn't been anything violent or anything, but I've mm. never talked about it. I never talk, like I never say anything back because it's just kind of expected. And it just happens in Australian culture and that's just how it's done. Well, well, Bianca, to, to expand on that, I mean, you, you know, take my father, for example, you know, he he had to change his name essentially because of the racism in Australia. Um, wow. And when he changed his name, he then, you know, grew up with the new name and then went and got his driver's license and everything like that. And about uh, 15 years ago or so, when he was applying for a, a passport, he hadn't had a passport for about 10 years or so, when he was applying for a passport, you know, you have to submit kind of what your birth certificate says and all that and your driver's license, etc., etc., etc. And the government turned around and said, oh, but hang on, your birth certificate and your driver's license have two different names. Um, why is that? And he was like, oh, well, it's because of the racism in this country. I had to change my name to stop being bullied at school. And the government went, oh, well, that's fine. We'll just void your birth certificate. Um, and then that's fine. And the dad said, I beg your pardon. You're going to void my birth certificate because of someone else's problem with me. Like, are you kidding me? Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that was the only workaround in order for him to get a passport was for them to destroy his birth certificate because he had been singled out and, and had racism and racial abuse hurled at him. Like, how outrageous is that? How disgusting is that? But that's Australia for you. I also find it really, Hmm. I also find it really disgusting that, um, I have to prove my parents' citizenship every time I want to go do something for myself. I yep. have an Australian birth certificate. I was born in Australia. I mm-hmm. went to school in Australia. I Everything about me is Australian. I just happen to have a background of mm. ethnicity. Uh, and yeah. I have to go, whenever I go to get my license renewed, whenever I go get my passport renewed, uh, whenever I have to fill out any sort of government documentation, um, I had to apply for Centrelink recently because lost my job mm. because of COVID. Uh, I have to prove that my parents are Australian citizens as well as me, um, which yeah, is it's, kind it's, of it's horrific. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's demeaning, and that's Australia for you. Like Australia loves to do that, like be offensive casually, just not really understand the significance of it. Um, and that's why this and what's happening to the Indigenous um, Australians is is outrageous. You know, that it, it's almost like Australia is looking at. I do understand that there were protests in Australia for the Indigenous people. I know that that happened, and I know that it happened as a result of the Black Lives Matter movement. And there's more going to happen this weekend, actually. Which is excellent. But I do know that there is a lot of Australia that would happily stand up for the Black Lives Matter movement. But but no, I don't mean the Indigenous Australians. No, I mean like black people. It's like, are you kidding me? Are you listening to yourself? And it's true. Like, that, that is absolutely... A point people stand up for Black Lives Matter, but but will not stand up for Indigenous people who happen to be Black people by, you know, unfortunate definition of what what or who Black people are. Like it, it, it is what it is. You can't just say. What well, about not the Sunrise News anchor who was interviewing the Black Lives Matter guy, and was like, oh. I saw this. So she was interviewing a guy at one of the rote protests in the States, a Black Lives Matter protester. Mm. Mm. And he was saying, you know, because she was a white woman, you know, you wouldn't understand what wit has to be like to be a black man. And she's like, please explain it to us because us in Australia would never know. 
what this kind of systematic racism is and or something she didn't say like, that I exactly but she's like we don't have that in australia and everyone they posted it on twitter like sunrise because it's sunrise and they're assholes mm. and idiots had the goal to and go white. and post this on twitter and be like yeah we're really a part of the black lives matter movement i have to say her and interview we're part of the with the Black Lives Matter guy was great. Like he had some great mm. points. He was very eloquent, but he mostly carried the discussion. So she didn't do much. All she did was just say, mm. oh yeah, we don't mm. have this kind of racism in Australia, but we do. We do, we do. And, and that's um, the point, that's, it's outrageous. Um, you know, it's it's often sad when you think that, uh, or, or, or in all situations, I think it's just really relevant that it's crazy that satirical papers and um news sites often get the situation so much more accurately than what you know the actual actual news sites report and and view um it's 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 crazy i think Batuta advocates a great great example in australia i think the chaser another a great example of, of really strong satirical um news sites that absolutely nail the truth you know and the hidden meaning behind things i think it's absolutely outrageous and uh mm. but we are in support of black lives matter oh, of the movement of course. What, it, what it believes and what it what it, what it means and for what um, it means for indigenous people in australia and absolutely what it means for indigenous people in australia you know they are they are definitely belong to the movement you know, we're not in support of the movement, not them. No, they are absolutely in it. Um, yes. That is that. Yeah. I, yeah, that was a rant and a half for all of this, but that was just a lot of that mm, needed to be a, said. It's a lot of pent up feeling that we've had over the last what week and a half to two weeks, I guess. Exactly. As it's well, I think slowly built up. I think we the first the, the night that we recorded last week, and this is just this is when it kind of kicked off. We were we talked yes. about that we were going to mention it, but we got mm. distracted, and at, at at that point, it wasn't this big movement. But I don't know if you guys felt this, but like the next morning, I woke up, and a lot of yeah, the giant up. protests were happening, and like. I think Trump had come out and I think that's when he'd said the statement, the looters and shooters. And I think everyone just like clicked from zero to a hundred. And it was kind of well, like, being... how disgusting is this whole thing that this man has died and still mm. no one is responding. Bianca, what's interesting is that, that it's funny as I was editing, editing the episode last week, I regretted that we hadn't, touched on it or mentioned it because you're exactly right the next day kind of all kicked off for us it was that evening it kind of kicked off it was the day of essentially it kicked off um and yeah you know i i, I regretted that we hadn't spoken about it but uh yeah here we are we, we, we've been able to speak about it and i think very very um i think it's worked in our favor that that uh, our guest hasn't been able to join us this week um because i think that this was absolutely very critical to discuss because it is an absolutely headlining world issue at the moment um, but let's move from that and move to our sick Kent of the week. Drew or Bianca, who would like to take this for us? Drew, because you've watched the footage more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I watched it 
and I I got up and ran off to show my mum, who also had a good chuckle at it. <laughs> now that is because that is because our sick Kent of the week for this week is on the lighter side of of the news and what's happening, Just... and it's a great way to. In Australia, we we we're embarrassed by our politicians in the sense that they are pathetic losers and pathetic what they do. We don't um, know why we like keep voting US. them in, but we're pretty sure it has something to do well, with Queensland. Well, I certainly Queensland. don't, because I'm not can a, we, you know. Can, but can anyway. we point out, though, I am I am the last person who wants to defend our Prime Minister in any way, shape, or form. However, I actually, I looked at, I, I looked very carefully at the situation today, and I, I thought, you know what, he he wasn't a complete idiot here. I, I kind of, like, I kind of liked what happened here. But... Uh, essentially, our Prime Minister was in a small town. What was the name of the town again, Bianca? Oh, I had it up. Gugong? Gugon? Gugunung? Gugu something. Yeah. I think it was Gugong. Yeah, Gugong. And he was he was giving a giving an address to the press. To my understanding, that address, because I only heard a snippet of it, because I only watched the clip in question, but the address was regarding a stimulus package for homeowners of $25,000 to do renovations on their houses. Um, We, we, I, we've already gone over time so there is no need to go into the validity of whether or not this should even be a thing. I think that's fairly obvious anyway. Anyway, anyway, middle of middle of his speech, uh, we hear this noise from from behind behind the get camera crew going. Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Come on, guys! I without, just reseated that. Without hesitation. Yep, let's get off. Scotty from marketing goes ahead and goes. Right, can we can we all move off the grass, please? And and he just, I liked it. I liked. I appreciate it. I, I, I agree. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Drew, I thought just quickly. I thought you were referring to um, the way he's handling the Black Lives Matter thing for a second, and then I realized, no, no, no. <laughs> you literally, you, you 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 literally meant the way that he handled the get off the grass moment. <laughs> Yes, yes, Look, I... In, how, how long has ScoMo been our, pri- our Prime Minister now? Too long. Well, in, in oh, however God. many years it's been... Two, two years, maybe? Yeah, I think that's probably the yeah, first okay. thing that he's done that's been... I've been like, yeah, you know what, go you, Sco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. He, he just... So he stopped dead in the middle of his in the middle of his press conference and has just gone, guys, can we get off the grass? And and then they, they moved a bit, but then they didn't move enough. He actually had to, had to go at them a second time going, guys, come on. Like, like come on, off the grass, off the grass. I just, I then, just seated this, guys. <laughs> just I've just reseated it. <laughs> and then and then the the... The homeowner just he, he waved his hand up to the PM and just went, "Oh, sorry, sorry." He's like, "No, and the mate. PM straight up, no worries, mate." Can I, Big can I just say the reason why I love this dude who's told them to get off the grass is not just because yep. he's told them to get off the grass, but he's wearing his trackies, a hoodie, and no oh, socks, yes. like no shoes yep. or socks. He's literally just come out here to, you know do his thing and yeah nothing just got in his tracks he's obviously just, just got off the sofa, sofa. 
Pretty much. You know, the next time someone, the next time someone asks me what it means to be an Australian, I just want to show the clip of him coming out and going, "Can you get off my lawn?" Dressed like that. It just sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Can you get off my lawn? I just reseeded it. Oh dear. Anyway, mate, telling PM and press to get off the lawn. You are our sick Kent of the week this week. Thank you for bringing us some joy in a very dark time. Um, in no way does it change yes. the situation, but it, it is definitely a laugh in a very dark time. And we need that. Again, at the expense of our, often at the expense of our politicians, because I think nothing is more hilarious and enjoyable than something at the expense of our politicians. Anyway, that will mm. do us for this week. Thank you very much for listening, if you've listened to it all the way to the end. Uh, appreciate that indeed. Bianca, thank you very much for being here all the way to the end, and Drew, for you being here all the way to the end. Yes, of course, and thank you, Phil. Thank you for having me, as always. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, do join us next week. We'll endeavour to have our guest with us. If not, we will no doubt bring you another fun-filled episode with stuff and things or more hopefully um, some brighter topics next week hopefully, hopefully we'll, we've had some good developments in our world yes indeed but but if not we will definitely have to bring you um, hard-hitting breaking news a little bit after the fact uh, yes that'll do it um, till next week yep <laughs> <laughs>